Good evening. And as always, I want to thank you for watching this evening. I pray that you have had a wonderful day, enjoying the sunshine. I pray that you have been able to just spend some time with the Lord today in Bible study, pray, prayer, excuse me. And uh, I hope you always take advantage of the opportunity that God gives us to spend with him and to spend in his word and to pray and to seek his face. Tonight, I just want you to know that this is not mustard down the front of my shirt. Uh, we are painting parking blocks here at church, getting ready for Easter. And so I got some yellow paint on me. So uh, we have been looking at the life of Solomon. And we started by looking at how his brother tried to steal the throne. How it's not always as rosy as we think other people's life may be. Last week we looked at how, last night, excuse me, we looked at how Bathsheba and the prophet had a plan to make sure that Solomon was king, that Adonijah did not steal the throne from him. And they went to King David and they asked King David, who's supposed to be king? What are we supposed to do? And we stopped with, what is David going to do? Because we saw that David had knew about some of this. David had knew that Adonijah and I had made a play for the crown. But yet he was old, he was tired, he was wore out. And he was really just saying, do I have any fight left in me? And so at this point in the story, does David get involved? Does David let Adonijah become king? And we know that Solomon becomes king, most of us, because we've read our Bible, that we've, we've been in church for years and years and years. But just imagine Solomon. Solomon is sitting here thinking, man, the kingdom is being stolen from me. What's going to happen to me and my mother and my family members if Adonijah becomes king? And so we come to ourselves tonight to a decision that has to be made. And all of us in our lives come to points where we have to make decisions. We have to make decisions in little things. For instance, um, I made a decision to wear these old clothes tonight so that I could paint and not worry about getting yellow paint on me. We, I made a decision today where I was going to eat lunch. Made a decision today not to comb my hair, as you can tell. But there are some decisions that we make that are much more serious, much more significant. Where am I going to go to church? Where am I going to work? Who am I going to marry? See, those are big decisions that have big consequences. And especially is a big decision when it involves conflict or the possibility for conflict. I'm sure that you have probably found yourself saying, I'm, I was wronged. I was hurt. I don't appreciate that, but it's better just to stay silent and, and, and avoid any unnecessary drama. And so tonight, I want you to think about how many times you look back and said, I wish I would have said something. Many times we look back and say, I wish I wouldn't have said anything. But David has a choice. 
And tonight, I really want you to think about that, especially with your children, your grandchildren. There will come times when you have to make choices. They might not be popular choices, but you have to make them. And so what is David going to do? And I'm glad that you asked. Because in verse 28, he asks for Bathsheba to be brought to him. And she stands in his presence. And listen to what verse 29 says. And the king took an oath and said, As the Lord lives who has redeemed my life from every distress, just as I swore to you by the Lord God of Israel. So everybody already knew that Solomon had said, that David said Solomon was going to be king. Saying, Assuredly, Solomon, your son, shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne in my place. So I certainly will do this today. So David makes a decision that I am going to stand behind what God wants, what's right, and throw my support behind Solomon. But I want you to hear this. David could have told Bathsheba this and then done nothing else. I've had many a people in my life say, Pastor, if you ever need something, you let me know. But yet when that day of needing something comes, most people are far and few between. But now King, King David puts his money where his mouth is. And King David said, Call to me Zodak the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehodi. So they came before the king, and the king said to them, Take your servants of your Lord, and have Solomon my son ride on my mule, and take him down to Gihon, and blow the horn. There let Zadok the priest and not Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel, and say, Long live King Solomon. Then you shall come up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne, and he shall be king in my place, for I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and Judah. He says, not only am I going to tell you that I support Solomon as king, it's time for us to put it into practice. And so he says, take the donkey, which is a symbol, if you know anything like Jesus riding into the city on a donkey, and he rides through Jerusalem and they're declaring him the king. Not only that, but he comes in and he sits on his father's throne. He is sacrificed for through animals and things like that. All to show that not only has David said Solomon should be king, but he is making him king. And this is very important because most of us have either been in a position where we weren't as loyal as we should be, or we've been in circumstances where people were not as loyal to us as they said they would be. And we've all been hurt, every one of us. We get hurt in church, we get hurt at work, we get hurt in our marriages, friendships. But it is so important to know what God wants for your life and to know what God says is right because God will bless obedience. Friends, it might not make sense for you to stand and do the right thing in a world that says do the opposite, but God will bless it. 
One of the things I find the hardest thing to do as we close tonight is to forgive. Now you say, Jake, I can't believe you'd say that. It's just the truth. You say, well, I don't have forgiveness problems. Well, I would say you have more of a forgiveness problem than you will admit. <laughs> but yet God promised me that if I will forgive, then he will forgive me. And so I have to step out in faith sometimes when my heart and emotions say, don't forgive. Don't, don't give a second chance. Don't turn on the other cheek. And God says, I promise I'll bless obedience. Think about Jesus who willingly went to the cross and died in my place and in yours that we might be forgiven. He's faithful. He's loyal. He's trustworthy. That's why the Bible says that if you will call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. That's why the Bible says that when God puts you in the palm of his hand, that nothing can separate you from his love. That's why the Bible says that when you ask for forgiveness, he forgives it as far as the east is from the west. Because God is faithful. And so tonight, choose to follow him. Choose to come to him and watch what he can do in your life for his glory. As always, I want to thank you tonight for watching. I pray that the Lord would bless you. And as always, if I can ever help you or do anything for you, to please, please, please let us know. Well, excuse me. And so may God richly bless you. I just want to invite you tomorrow night if you don't have a place to be. Uh, we will be having a good Friday service at 7 p.m. here at the church, and we would love for you to come uh, to worship with us uh, and just to celebrate this Easter season. And so may God richly bless you.